who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can uh, hello everyone and welcome to the positively pro wrestling podcast i'm your host, steve fountas with me as always is eric sanchez it's late night we're recording it's mm-hmm. been a couple weeks since the show and we could have put it off, but there's just so much fun stuff to talk about this week, so we couldn't do that. Uh, really excited to look back at some classic Hogan-Piper matches, and yeah. I'll talk about kind of the inspiration for it and all that as we get into the show. If you didn't listen to us in a while, or if it's your first time listening, appreciate that. You can find all of the past shows for free in your favorite podcast app. Make sure you hit subscribe. Just search Positively Processing Podcast. We're on Twitter, PPW Podcast, uh, Instagram, PPW underscore podcast, and you've got to join the Facebook group at Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast for daily memes, multiple memes a day, shared by the members of that group. Wrestling memes that crack me up every time I see them. So it's it's positively really good stuff. pro wrestling memes. And that's fine. Whatever it is, it's good stuff. So <laughs> it's they crack us all up. So it's good stuff. Make speaking, sure you join that group of- if you're not. Speaking of cracking, I just uh, I did pick this up to go. I, I forgot what show we were going to go watch. I was going to watch it at your house, but I ended up canceling. Uh, Summer yeah. Shandy, Lightning Kugel. Do you remember what okay. I thought that was? Was that an AEW uh, show? Maybe. I mean, it could be. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I mean, sipping on one of those. Sipping on it. Mm. This weekend, there's a lot. There's a wrestling show on. It's Backlash in Puerto Rico. Maybe that'll be a yeah a big thing. I mean, I've don't really know any of the matches other than Brock versus Cody. I'm kind of half watching again. Um, to me, and we could talk about it too, it ties into this show, having your main champion Roman not there and like no like title defense, I'm like, you kind of need him there. I need my champion there. And now they get this new title, which is like the bronze medal basically. And I don't know. I'm really not, not too sure about all that stuff. But Well, get uh, sure about it because it's going to happen, so. buddy. This week, <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> it, the, some Hogan-Piper matches. We're going to talk about Hulk Hogan versus Piper from the War of the Settle of Score, uh, the MTV special on February 18th, 1985. Or the War that didn't settle the score, brother. It's true. WrestleMania won. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Piper's return to the WCW in 96 at Halloween Havoc. I guess not return. Eh. Yeah, kind of returned because he was in NWA. He was at the first Starcade. Piper was. Now he's yeah. at Starcade 96. That's a and, long time, brother. Yeah. And, of course, his match with Hogan at Starcade 96. Um, before we get into that, what do you, what's going on? What's new with you? What's been exciting with wrestling, with collecting, with watching stuff? Just um, what's, what's I mean, I guess just kind of collecting. Like, I wanted to get the, the I, I kept seeing... Um, it was like a ring sign fest or whatever it was where they were showing the pictures of the ultimate edition usos i'm like i want to get mm-hmm. those but then the more i was looking at it i'm like i don't know if i'm ever gonna get them blah 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 so then there was like this tag team edition i was first gonna get before the ultimate editions were mentioned 
That's like the championship pack or whatever it is with the, the Usos. It's they're basic uh, figures. Yeah. So I went. I went to Oaklawn. It's about twenty minutes from me. Um, us. So I went in there and I saw it there. I'm like, eh, I don't really want this. I want to wait for the ultimate editions. So then, yeah, I don't know. I was kind of looking around. I'm like, I don't know if I want to spend, you know, sixty, seventy dollars for this stuff. You know, you're just kind of thinking it out loud or in sure. my head. So then I didn't see it again. I'm like, eh, I should have got it there, but I'm not going to go back out to Oakland. So I went to the uh, the Target in um, New Lenox, which is mm-hmm. another 20 minutes from us in a different direction. So I saw it there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get it. If I change my mind in the next 30 or 90 days, I'll just return it. <laughs> yeah. So I had the basic thing, but then I saw the um, Uso's exclusive two-pack available at ringside. I'm like, eh, I think a, you got to get a, that ultimate. I'm like, it's not a bad price. Yeah. I think you got to get that ultimate. Yeah, so that's, I, I, that's I what I'm thinking. I would just do it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the better bullet. figures. They look cool. You won't regret it. You're not going to miss that twenty dollar di- or what is it like a twenty dollar difference? Right. For, so well, you're not going to miss that. No, it was it was, yeah. it was twenty dollars for the two pack, but this is going to be sixty seventy five dollars. Yeah. Okay, but they're, they're and, not and like the, crappy uh, figures. These are legit. These are right. The real deal. I got you. And they got the, they're holding the one. Uh, we the ones. You the twos. Sure. You got to be the ones. So. You also picked up that ultimate Bret Hart at Target, I did, right? I did. I, I gave you the insider tip. You really did, and I'm looking at it, and it's not as bad as like the pictures online look, mm-hmm. but I did buy some, it's like a metallic pink paint, because I didn't really think the glasses like reflected as well as they do mm-hmm. like in real life, so I bought some metallic paint. I didn't uh, nice. put a picture on it or anything online, but uh, I think it looks better. Do that. So I, I paid, I paid so. four bucks for like a uh, like a little dab <laughs> paint on, on the glasses. I want to see that. Uh, yeah, right. Take a picture of it. Post it to the Facebook group. I want to see that. So everyone yeah. else does too. Yeah. It's just been I'm busy. Speaking. House sitting, dog sitting, uh, fiancés mm-hmm. for a week. They went to Georgia. Then I had a week off. Then I, my sister went to Georgia this week. Uh, so I was watching uh, our, my nephew, Polly. It's a good mm-hmm. dog. You're going to be watching phil in a couple yeah, weeks phil, here for me phil, I, phil, I texted phil you I'm like hey I'm like well forrest is basically a log <laughs> he doesn't need to be watched but oh he uh, does the puppy too. all right um yeah and i just texted you. you're like yeah you're like i've been watching dog all over the place i got <laughs> i got this stuff down i know i can help you out i know it's i know how to feed them i know how to walk them <laughs> yeah make sure they don't get into stuff i know how to clean well, up the, puke i know how to clean up garbage when people yeah. knock over the i mean the dogs knock over the garbage cans yeah. there's garbage all over the house yeah phil's a pretty He's pretty crazy, but he chills out and eventually just sits down next to you. He's a, he's yeah. a big he's a Velcro dog, so um, Phil the Dalmatian. But that'll be exciting. I, was, I told you I was like last time we brought Phil to the groom or the boarding place, he got sick both times. I was like, yeah, oh, that's terrible. I'll just he didn't get like sick. He just got like diarrhea or whatever. And yeah. like the vet's like, yeah. He's like, you know daycare? I'm like, yeah. He's like, it's just like that for dogs. <laughs> they get sick. <laughs> so you so you pay a third of what you'd pay the vet. To get him Pretty healthy. much, and I was like, I'll just, I'm like, you know what? I'll just pay Eric the money I'm going to pay. I'll just give you the cash I would have given to uh, the the group, the boarding place, <laughs> you know. And then I'll You'll just take fun. that cash and buy the Usos. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Look at that. I'm helping you out. You are. Uh, Look at you. Uh, Birthday present for me. I was kind of regretting not getting that bread ultimate because I saw it at Target, and yeah. I, after before I told you, and I'm like, you know, once I see it again, I'll I'll grab it because uh-huh. I feel like ultimates lately at Target, especially that's never like hard to find they're always kind no. of there right which yeah. is good um that aj styles is pretty i'm not going to get it but that aj ultimate is pretty awesome too with like the the, the swoosh hair like it's in motion hair uh-huh yeah, yeah i'm not a I big fan want, of that one i just i don't know the, the one thing i want to get but i'm gonna wait till it goes on sale 
is the Blood and Guts 2-pack MJF and CM Punk dog collar match. Mm-hmm. I, I want to watch that awesome. match again, but it, it's hard yeah. to find it. And even like Daily I, Motion doesn't even have it. Well, when you when you watch it, I have a bootleg copy of that Blu-ray. Oh, okay. Uh, when you come, you know, watch our house, you can watch it. Hey, it now we're you. talking. How about um, how about you rip that down to like a DVD so I could watch it? I don't have a Blu-ray burner, otherwise I would. Oh. I would just rip it for you, but I could let you borrow it too. Um, well, I don't have a Blu-ray player. You don't? Okay, we'll get one. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I want, and I love that match. I rewatched it recently and just does, I think the detail, it's probably, I think, the best AEW set they've ever done based on mm-hmm. the pictures. Yeah. Like the face scans, all that stuff. Um, so keep an eye on that. And I, the only thing I have kind of pending is I have these, my a little mini card collection of graded cards for wrestlers. I have like my GOAT collection. And they're all from the classic 90 WWF line. So mm-hmm. I've got a Hogan at a 9, an Andre at 8.5, a Brett at a 9, and a Macho Man at 9.5. And in that same set is the Rockers, like the 90, like the 90 WWF Rockers set. Mm-hmm. And a while ago, I bought this lot of wrestling stuff. And in the lot was a sealed box of that entire set of cards. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So I popped that open. I got a pretty minty-looking card of that Rocker set. I'm going to set off to get graded, hopefully get a high grade. It'll all be you know uniform matched. Uh, I also got the Stone Cold Prism card because he's one of my favorites too. That one was a 10. And it's actually, I know a lot of people do PSA, and that's like PSA and Beckett, but SC, RSGC, I really like how their slabs look. They're like the black and they're bigger ones. And I feel like their grading is a little tighter than PSA is. So it's a little harder to get a 10. So I think that's pretty cool. So um, is that is that like more sought after or is it? kind of frowned upon it, like eh, no these guys. no they're they're accepted um they're pretty mu- they're 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 not they're like not if you had a choice like if you were going to buy one and they're graded by three different companies it depends what you want it for yeah. it depends if you wanted it for your own personal collection or for resale for resale psa you're probably starting to get the most money for yeah um but this this company sgc is, is definitely up uh, up there Mm-hmm. Uh, with the grading carding community okay. it's not as top as beckett or psa but it's right yeah. it's right there so it's kind of like just, uh, don russ of old baseball cards it's better than don russ it's like uh, <laughs> Fleer. it's tops but not tops chrome oh, it's okay <laughs> all right so but again it's, like it's the, just it's like, a, it's like the cardboard tops yeah exactly it's just it's just for me though uh-huh. um it just I, I don't know it's cool i've got my kind of goat collection with a little small that is one. cool so is there got, um other is there like larger displayers you can put the cards all together in um like, well they uh, make little stands and whatnot so it's right now it's on my it's right next to actually my podcast studio area it's on like a top of uh-huh. of a shelf i have right next to it it's it's displayed there along with my <laughs> sign i imagine like oh it's, it's right next to my bed <laughs> yeah and then it's i have my sign next to my sign diamond dallas page i call it rookie card because it's, uh-huh. it's wrestlemania 6 rhythm and blues he's driving yeah, in the it's cadillac card and then Axe and Smash at Demolitions WrestleMania card, they signed for me at WrestleCon last year, too. So that's that's awesome. Funny. Our friend Chad, Horror Movie Barbecue, posted something hilarious on Twitter today. And it was, he said, going to 80s Wrestling Con, can't wait to get stuck in line waiting for Bret Hart while all the wrestlers who don't have any lines waste time talking to Bret as he's signing stuff for people as we're waiting in line. And that happened similar that I posted on Twitter to mm-hmm. Jeff from Fully and I at WrestleCon in, in Dallas last year or two years ago now where word line for Regal and like all of a sudden like Rob Van Dam comes <laughs> up and just starts talking <laughs> Regal's ear off and like, like dude 
come on, we paid for this. Get in line for the meet and greet if you want to yeah. talk to Regal. That's you know, awesome. So, so it kind of cracked. I took a picture of Jeff all mad waiting for him. That kind of cracked me up. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I don't know. I've been watching a little bit of TNA, actually, like Hogan-era TNA. <laughs> That's been That's pretty cool. funny to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to the Laps fan. They've been doing Total Nonstop Hogan, the entire journey of Hogan's time in TNA. Mm-hmm. And I kind of barely watched a little bit when he first got there and lost interest. But it's just fascinating kind of like what the plan was with TNA at that time and like Dixie Carter being involved and all this stuff. I'm like, man, I don't remember any of this. But it's- Yeah, I, I, I think back then, I mean, it was just Dixie like being able to say, oh, I have Hogan, I have Sting, I have Flair, you know, like saying mm-hmm. they have all these names, but there's no plan. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then like they have like, they call them the band and it's like, yeah. oh, it's Hall, X-Pac and Nash, like uh-huh. the band, like what is yeah. this? Like, and, the, and the same Hall, font for NWO, the band. And Hall's wearing like a, a you know, a champion bum equipment sweatshirt and sweatpants to the mm-hmm. ring and I was like, this is crazy time. So, <laughs> you know, good it's good good wrestling stuff um and yeah. good wrestling stuff for a talk about this week so i kind of threw this probably a little bit of a curveball to you i'm like hey we're gonna watch these three hogan piper matches because i watched the a and e rivalries hogan piper mm-hmm. and it was really good i was like you know okay. what let's let's, let's look at this so you should watch that if you haven't got a chance to yet. yeah it's yeah, really good so i'll watch it yeah some of the rivalries like episodes are pretty like like meh like Stephanie McMahon and Brie Bella. I'm like, is this a rivalry that needed an hour show about it? No. Uh, <laughs> but they needed something for the ladies. They did Trish and Lita, I guess. They could have. Trish mm-hmm. and Mickey. Now I'd watch that. Trish and Nikki? Mickey. Mickey James. Mickey James. Okay, I see. Yeah. That was a good rivalry for sure. I, I love that whole storyline. That's why it's going in my top top ten. We got we to watch WrestleMania 22 for a show one time mm-hmm. soon because that was a great WrestleMania. It was. Chicago. Okay, so we're going to, like I guess mentioned, we're going to watch three matches from Hogan and Piper. The first one, the War of the Settle the Score. This took place February 18th, 1985 from Madison Square Garden in New York. This aired on MTV, which is a big deal, right? This is cable. This is before WrestleMania. Um, this has got Cindy Lauper involved. It's got Mr. T kind of involved. It's got Captain Lou Albano, all this stuff. I had, I had seen the war to settle the score before. And a few years ago, the WWE network put this entire show. Yeah. I remember on, watching on the it. whole show. Yeah. And it's like, and then so when you said watch it, I'm like, well, where is it? <laughs> yeah. It's not there. So for the record, if you guys want to watch it on the network or Peacock, mm-hmm. it's under this match. It's under the Coliseum collection, Piper's Greatest Hits, Roddy yeah. Piper's Greatest Hits. Yeah. So that's where you can watch it. Um, it's and I ended, up, I, I ended up watching it. It was an hour and a half, so I just watched the whole uh, P- the Piper Piper's tape? Greatest Hits. Yeah. I'm like, it was whatever. pretty good. He, he interviewed himself in Piper's Pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love the part, I mean, we're just going off the, off the rails here a little bit, but when he was doing the interview with Andre the Giant, Andre just grabs him by the shirt. And Piper had the, had the, had the sense to ju- jump up onto the table to make Andre look like he's super strong. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, but it's been a while since I've watched this match, this uh-huh. Hogan-Piper war to throw the score. And again, this is for the WWF Championship. This is on, t- I guess, it's free TV, but it's cable. It's not pay-per-view. So it's yeah. a big match here. Uh, not closed circuit. Pay-per-view wasn't a thing yet. It's before clo- not on closed circuit. Sold-out crowd there, Madison Square Garden. Um Again, this is a this is a big rivalry, and they talked about it on the rivalries how like intense it was, and 
What a bastard Piper was. He, like, shoved down Cindy Lauper. He smashed Captain Lou over the head with the gold record. And yeah. It was a whole deal, man. Uh, so we start here. Uh, we go to this match. Uh, Piper and Bob Orton are out first. Uh, Piper gets the bagpipes and the drums to bring him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Piper's got a big red guitar and a Hogan shirt on. Kind of. Just, yeah, why, why did he have the red guitar? Because he hates rock and roll. Oh, and he I smashes he was just the guitar. To impersonate uh, Hogan in his, his guitar playing days before wrestling. Maybe he smashed. And Piper J- smashes the guitar too. <laughs> smashes the guitar. So we'll talk about this in a second too. But it's it's packed, but it's got such like a this has like a big fight feel to it. Right? It really like does. This, it's crazy, like how like into it I was. And it's so um, it's 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 I don't know it's. More familiar to me, I guess, because I, I was watching during that type of period. Not at that time, but it was always like old old footage. You know, people with <laughs> just people dressed in the eighties, like right. their I don't know satin baseball uh, jackets, their mustaches, mm-hmm. their their big fat <laughs> glasses. <laughs> just I everything just, I, about it was screaming. Everybody 80s. in there had his picturing a satin baseball jacket, yeah. mustache, and thick glasses, and a baseball cap. They know uh-huh. a trucker yeah. baseball cap. They yeah, know and it. you got some smoke in the air. <laughs> Definitely. But this is, you know, this is uptown. This is high class. This is MSG. We got celebrities. Like, we've got Mean Gene Okerlin and Gorilla Monsoon on the call. Mean Gene mentioned that Danny DeVito's in the crowd, and we've got Joe Piscopo <laughs> here, and like all this stuff. Yeah. And then I love, I love the Joe Piscopo shoutouts. <laughs> <laughs> and then Howard Finkel, uh, you know, he's a ring announcer, but he says, nope, who's the special guest ring announcer? The one and only Bob Costas is the ring yeah. announcer for this. What do you mean I by thought that? Th- I thought that was kind of strange because I was thinking, like, my familiarity with Bob Costas was that when he did that interview with uh, Vince McMahon, and, yeah. you know, things kind of went shitty. So uh, it was fun to see Bob Costas. Like, even back then, like, he's been around a long time. Yep. Uh, out, next out comes Hulk Hogan with Captain Lou Albano and Cindy Lauper. Hogan sees Mr. T in the crowd. T gets him pumped, right? He's yeah. like, you got to do a fool. You got to do a fool. Um, th- it's dubbed over with Real American, but Hogan was using Eye of the Tiger at this time for his entrance. So, you know, imagine that song blaring through MSG mm-hmm. speakers, getting you ready to go. This is a big deal here. I am a real American. No, it's Oh. Remember that one commercial? Glenn? Glenn's the man, getting ready for work. Remember that? No. Anybody? Okay. Uh-uh. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> so again, back to the big fight feel. Like the crowd is at a. This is how it's cliche. They're at a fever pitch before these guys even lock up, and this happened. I I can't believe this happened. This is commonplace now. They call it like the hockey fighting or the fight forever. Mm-hmm. Hogan and Piper just start punching each other in the face to start the match. What did you? I, I, did you like Gene Okerlund on commentary? I really no. liked him. No, I, I liked I, it. I, I I need Gorilla and Jesse at this time. That's yeah. who I needed. But That's I thought I hearing Gene, uh, you know, throw in some of his one-liners and whatnot, I'm like, this is kind of a little bit different. I like it. Mm-hmm. But the crowd is losing their shit as both these guys are just punching each other, and then all yeah. of a sudden they they tackle each other. This is like a real fight. They're mm-hmm. rolling around. You can see the hatred they both have. This is for the title. Like this is going nuts, right? That's what I and miss these days. The crowd. I mean, the crowd. You're not going to get this back ever. No. Because the crowd is never going to be this invested. And if they are, it'll be ironically invested in it. You know, mm-hmm. they'll like they will cheer because we are supposed to be cheering right now because we are being shown story. 
and we are being shown athleticism by these wrestlers. Yeah. And it's not that's just the reality of what's going on right now. You know, that's just the world we live in where everyone knows kind of the deal with wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, like, no, this is freaking Hogan and Piper. This is for the championship. This is a fight. It's a, a big deal, right? Uh, after some back and forth, eventually Piper takes control of the match. Um, Piper gets Hogan in the sleeper. One, two, Hogan puts his hand up and wags the finger. <laughs> no, no, no. Like Dikembe Mutombo. No, no, no. Not in my mm-hmm. house. <laughs> or like We The Ones. We The <laughs> we Usos. Are, no, they, they, don't, they don't finger wag. They just point? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I mentioned Cowboy Bob's out there. He's got his arm in the sling. He tries to get up to help. <laughs> Hogan rips his arm out of the sling, and everyone's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> then you mentioned Gene with his Gene. He's like, ho, ho, what's going on? Ho, this is crazy, girl. Oh, ho, ho. He's all, like, befuddled, right? Yeah. But uh, he, he did make a good comment about the, this place won't even have a roof. <laughs> Instead of like blowing the roof off the place or people hanging from the rafters. Like, this place isn't going to have a roof. Um, eventually there's a ref bump. The ref goes down like I think he might have been hit with uh, like a 10-ton brick because mm-hmm. how out cold this ref was. Yeah. Um, and then they start beat, uh, Cowboy Bob and Piper start beating up Hogan. Cindy Lopper goes on the apron saying, "Get you know, you guys get away from him." She's trying to be it. All of a sudden, Piper starts stalking towards her with Bob Orton. The crowd's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Piper's about to whoop Cindy Lopper's ass, right? <laughs> he would too. But who comes to help her? Mister Freaking T. Crowd loses their mind for Mister T. It's like, get back, sucker! Pity the fool. Piper nails Mister T down, mm-hmm. and they start putting the boots to him. But this by this time, Hogan recovers, and now it's a face-off between Hogan and. And Mr. T versus Piper Nordorf, the crowd, when when they did that, the crowd was like, oh, shit. Because this had never happened before yeah. in WWF, at least. Like, we haven't had a, at least in my, you know, fandom or at this time, like, you don't have celebrities wrestling. No. Right? So this is a this is a deal. Um, but all of a sudden, it's just a big pair six brawl. The cops show up. Like, it's crazy. New York's like, finest. Definitely. Gene's all mad. Gene is freaking pissed. At this entire scenario. Oh, this is ridiculous, Gorilla. What's going on here? He's like, this guy's a psychopath. He's just going nuts. <laughs> I, I thought he did a good job of selling how crazy Piper was. I think the crowd did a good job saying how crazy Piper was, right? It was just nuts. Uh, it was only an eight-minute match. Ends up being a disqualification. Um, Hogan grabs the mic, the, you know, that big MSG drop-down microphone from Finkel. Says, yeah. Tell them to get their butts back in here. They want to wrestle. Uh, Hogan and Pipe. Hogan wins by DQ. So he's still the champion. Now, I got a question for you as I was watching this. I think they should have had Piper win the championship here and have a rematch for the title at WrestleMania. It's not a bad thought. You know, I get Mr. T is a big attraction. I Mm -hmm. get it. But... We'll talk about it in a second. You still could have all the you could have had all the other pop and circumstance about this. You could have had Mister T in Hogan's corner. He could have got involved with Mister Wonderful type of thing. I know they just like threw Snooka in there to be in their corner. Yeah, but I think if you had Piper win here, like it, it would have been nuts to have this most hated guy be your champion and then have a rematch at WrestleMania. Like that's a that's a yeah that that match. that finish would have been a lot better. Hogan yeah. won the title. Piper won the title. No, I'm saying at the, at the end of uh, WrestleMania. Right, right. They get that the rematch there. Like Hogan moment. gets the win. You, know, you could have had T help him or whatever. Beats the you dastardly Piper for the title. 
yeah. So on that rivalries, uh, Hogan talks about, it's like, oh, you know, brother Piper never wanted to put me over. And I was like, come on, Rowdy, just put me over once. And then we go back and <laughs> forth, back and forth with the belt. I'm like, Hogan, you are so flush. You never want to put a Piper over if he puts yeah. you over. We could have been back and forth with the belt, made so much money hundreds of times. But, that's you know, what he, you that's know. what he told Brett. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, that went. <laughs> Fuck you, Terry. <laughs> God damn it, I want my win. Uh-uh. Oh, I'm going to drop it to Yoko, and then you, 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 you get Yoko. <laughs> I'm just cracking up about that stuff, you know. Oh, brother, it actually wasn't for the title, dude. He was, oh, my God. It should have been Pat Bredar versus Hogan for the championship at SummerSlam. Should have been. No. But no. Oh, I never said that, dude, brother. I'm going to go drop the title to Yoko <laughs> after a <laughs> photographer throws a fireball in my face. Yeah. Take it to Ring 93. A Japanese oh. photographer. Yeah. So what'd you think of this? Like, oh, what was this first match for you? No, I, th- I, thought it awesome? it, I thought it was really cool. And just going back, and I, mean, I, I have seen this before, uh, but to watch it again, and I don't know, just kind of relive the whole, um, you know, genesis of, of MTV and and I want my MTV and all that kind of stuff. Like, I just remember, like, being a kid in the 80s, like, I really loved MTV. They had the MTV Music Awards. Uh, did you have cable as a kid? Did you have MTV? Did you have cable? Well, eventually we did. But, I mean, for a while we didn't. But, you know, you go to a friend's house and, you know, they had a little bit more money. So they would have cable and whatever. I think we ended up getting cable when I was, like, eight or nine. Um, yeah. But be, being little, I mean, we just didn't have it because it wasn't, like, a big selling point. I think so would the reason you gotten cable in like 88 or 89, probably or 87. I think so. Maybe? Yeah. Okay. And, and the main reason, cause we had Disney channel. So along with Disney channel comes other cable shows. So, okay. That was fun. They got, so <laughs> the, your parents wanted a babysitter. It's like, all right, we'll pay for Disney channel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my mom wasn't working, so I mean, she was there. It's just, but, I mean, know. even a babies like the will shut up and leave your damn mom alone for a little bit. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So we watched the Mickey Mouse clubhouse and, Mm-hmm. All the goofy shit that was on uh, Disney and Nickelodeon and all that stuff. That's probably when you discovered wrestling, too, because you got USA Network. You probably started watching wrestling around this time, too, I'd imagine. No, I'm sure I did. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. There was, it, was on, it was on syndication. I think it was on Fox. Fox 32 is our, what I remember wrestling being on uh, for our syndication. Yeah, but I, I loved it. I, think, I thought yeah, this was awesome. I think you're right. I thought this, this was great. This is worth going back to watch just for the... F- just for the feel of mm-hmm. the match. The match is what it is. It's fine. It's eight minutes. But, but that crowd, dude, that was, that was crazy. They were at a, f- again. A fever the, pitch. <laughs> Gene, as Gene said, the roof would have blown off the place. Mm-hmm. Not, the pl- this place isn't going to have a roof anymore. Yeah. MSG. But All right. So, again, this took place on uh, February 18th, 1985. A very short time later, March 31st, 1985, we got WrestleMania 1. We got the main event. We've got Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. So this, Roddy, this really Roddy wasn't that, that far. Uh... No, no. Okay. We got Hogan and Mr. T versus Roddy Piper and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff mm-hmm. with Bob Orton in their corner. Hogan has, Hogan and T have Jimmy Snuka in their corner. Um, we're only talking about the main event here, not the whole WrestleMania show. This is just what we watched here. And starts off, we've got guest ring announcer, Billy Martin. Our guest timekeeper, Liberace with the Rockettes. Liberace's so happy to he be is. there kicking and with and the Rockettes. And what's crazy is they get to this, like, all right, the moment we've been waiting for, the main event. And then they got 20 minutes of all these introductions. It's, but I loved it. I Did loved you? the pomp and circumstance. <laughs> I freaking loved it. 
You didn't like the pomp and circumstance with this? Were you like, let's get to no, it already? No, yeah, I just wanted to, go to get to the match. And, uh, you know, when they say, you know, finally, the, 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 the moment we've all been waiting for, the main event. And then it's like another 20 minutes before you actually get the main event. And then Muhammad Ali is a special referee, and Jesse Ventura looks like he go he could go twelve rounds right now, Gorilla. He looks in great shape. He's a champ. Um, and then we've got Bagpipe City, as Gorilla calls it, Bagpipe <laughs> City for, for Roddy Piper. Gorilla's got the, the best. Bagpipes, Gino. Bagpipes and the drums, and so I I, I noted this here. Were you ever so confused this, when when other commentators are calling Gino? Like you're like, why are they calling him Gino? His name's Gorilla. I just ass- <laughs> I assumed that was I figured out that was I just assumed that was his real name. Okay. Even as a kid, I, f- I knew his name wasn't Gorilla. I'm like, oh, Gino must be his name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought his name was Gorilla. <laughs> oh God! Of course you did. Uh, but so Piper again, he comes out with Bagpipe City and the drums and all that stuff. And again, the note I have here is. This is in Madison Square Garden. This mm-hmm. is pre-lights-turned-on era of WWF, so it's just the lights on the ring and the entryway. And they're, everyone's so on top of the action. Like, the barricades are super close to the ring. There's yeah. not much space. And something about this simple setup makes it so much more special. It feels like, wow, like the focus is on just the wrestlers. There's not a mm-hmm. million, you know, augmented reality uh, pi- little bagpipe piper things around floating on my screen. There's not uh-huh. a, a an LED 200 inch Tron behind him. There's not pyro there, and all this stuff. There's it's no just kangaroos pipe. flying out of Hogan's ass when he poses. Is that a thing? Well, for Matt Riddle. Okay. Oh God. When he kicks um, his uh, flip flops off. <laughs> yeah. It's either yeah, birds it's, or kangaroos or. It's ostriches. just like you're you're watching this. And you're watching the people in the crowd and, you know, you see the kids there. And, like, imagine the people there. The kid there, there's sort of like a kid that was, like, six or seven years old. Imagine that kid, like, telling his, like, his baby grew up. Like, yeah, it was WrestleMania 1. No, you weren't. Yeah, let's watch it. That's me right there, WrestleMania 1. <laughs> like, big, it's a big deal. There's, there's a kid that was in the, uh, I don't know what you would call it, the bagpipe, uh, you know, court. Bagpipe City. <laughs> bagpipe City coming out. They, they put a little bit more, like, uh, camera focus on him. I would say like four or five seconds and everybody else are just kind of walking by, but he might be towards the end of the line when he comes in. But, you know, I, I like to be that guy. And it's like, Hey, I was at uh, WrestleMania. No, you weren't. Let me show you. And then you go back and you're like, Hey, this is me. Four or five seconds. That's me in bagpipe city, man. <laughs> I want that. I'm going to Google a, bagpipe city. See if that's, that's gotta thing. be a t-shirt. We should make bagpipe city <laughs> in the hot rod font. Yeah. Bagpipe city. Could you do that? Could you design a hot rod font bagpipe city shirt? If I can find the font. Okay. You you work on that. Uh, <laughs> and then we go backstage to Hogan, Mr. T and Snooka making their way out. They walk past Vince, who's there all nervous in his vest. He's like, he's a, he mortgaged his entire future on this WrestleMania show. Sweating. He is. He is, right? Uh, they make their way out, and the crowd's just, they're amped up. They're ready for this match to start. That's, and I love the beginning of this match because it's pure wrestling psychology. Like nothing happens for like mm-hmm. two minutes, but the crowd is eating up everything they do. Because originally it's supposed to be Mister Wonderful and Hogan starting off. Then Piper's like, no, no, he's screaming. He wants in, and then it, it like they milk it for a little bit longer, and then Piper tags in. Everyone's pumped. I think that's Hogan, the I think that's the best part of this rivalry is they mm-hmm. know. 
they're both professionals and they know how to work the crowd. They know how to just work a match. Like, take your time, get this, like, make everything mean something, which I, I thought was fun. Yeah. There's still guys that do this today. Like, they slow down and make things mean stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can't do this type of match today for a lot of reasons. But there is elements you can steal from what these guys did. Like, this tag thing, like, just slow down. Like, don't, like, look and point and just tag them. Make the crowd want it and want it. And then they get another couple minutes out of Hogan milking getting Mr. T in the ring. Uh-huh. So you're thinking there's no way Mr. T's going to start this match off, but he does. And we start off with Mr. T and Piper in the ring, right? And uh, the crowd is going nuts. They want Mr. T in. Uh, Gorillas talks about how good a shape Mr. T's in. He goes, he's been living on tuna fish and water. <laughs> Do you remember? Did you catch that note? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so if you want to look like Mr. T, that's the diet apparently. Do division water. And we start off with they Piper and T literally just slap each other across the face. And then we're off. Slap, slap, slap. And then Piper takes them down to wrestling hold. And they do some kind of amateur wrestling where Piper just keeps holding him down. Um, and that's how we start this match off. It just shows that. All right, Mr. T, you might be tough, but you're not a good wrestler. Yeah, right? but you're, you know what? Gonna... That that exchange was like mat wrestling. Because <laughs> yeah. there's a part where T kind of tries to do the sit out. That's where you kind of jump or, you know, kind of spin your weight around so you can sit out of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I did a little bit of wrestling in high school. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, that is kind of like, you know, real mat wrestling. So I'm like, good for him. And it was yeah. kind of too sloppy to be like a professional wrestling sport. So it was like almost too real, which made it even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, Piper's not a amateur wrestler, and I think T's, T's these, not a T's not amateur. <laughs> no, he's he's a he's a professional pity pitying guy. Guy who yeah, pities people. Fool pity, fool pitying guy. Professionally, right? Yeah. Uh, Piper, and then T gets up eventually, or and then Piper. No, T gets up, and Piper. No, I'm sorry, I got this backwards. My notes were wrong. It says Mr. T eventually gets bought Roddy Piper up in like a fireman's carry. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he's going to airplane spin him. Or he's going to, like, we're used to that position being the ad to adjust it from Cena. But he just, like, throws him over his head like a sack of potatoes. (laughs) Classic mat wrestling. Yep. And then at that point, it becomes chaos. All of a sudden, Orndorff's in there and Hogan, everyone's And who comes in the ring is Mr. Or not Mr. T, Muhammad Ali. He's out there throwing people out. Yeah, he's he's swinging, almost, almost connecting with the Orton. He's giving people the business. Pat Patterson's the actual referee here. He's like, oh, my God, what's going on here? Well, apparently, apparently, Mr. T was supposed to be the actual in-ring referee, but during rehearsals or something, they realized, oh, he doesn't know what to do. So that's what Patterson like just volunteered himself to do it. Like You're talking about Ali. Yeah, yeah. So Patterson volunteered himself to be the actual referee. Well, that's put good. Ali on the outside, yeah. Um, then all of a sudden, Roddy Piper and Cowboy leave. They say, we're out of here. And then Pat Patterson starts counting. He's up to seven. Hogan just stops him. So, no, brother, we, we need one of the fight, brother. <laughs> We're not editing it like this. This isn't the war to settle the score or score not settled war or whatever uh-huh. you're going to say. <laughs> so Patterson stops. Yeah. And then we're back and we get some typical heel tag team action, kind of holding them and Piper and Orndorff holding either Hogan or T in their corner, beating them up and... It's just, just typical stuff. The crap behind the referee's back, getting the crowd into it. This isn't a super long match. It's 13 minutes. Um, but then we end up going to the classic finish. 
uh, where Cowboy Bob's on the top rope. He's going to nail. He's got his arm in a cast. Yeah, he's he's I'm I'm going to smash this guy's head, and we're going to get the win. He's going to nail Hogan with it. Hogan moves out of the way. He hits Orndorff. One, two, three. It's over. And they win, and Piper's all pissed off, storming off. Hogan and T are winners here. Yeah, Um, and and, and, uh, Orndorff and Piper, they just walk off. I mean, not Orndorff, uh, Orton and Piper walk off. Orton's still knocked out. He's laying in the middle of the ring. He wakes up. I think Mr. T wants to shake his hand, <laughs> try to help him <laughs> up. <laughs> and Orndorff's like, no, no, no. Always like, no, no, no. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Mr. T's like, no, shake my hand. <laughs> Mr. T's gassed. He's like, what the hell just happened? What yeah, who, who are all these people? <laughs> who, who's my friend in here? <laughs> But Orndorff sells it really well. He's he's confused. He's pissed. He's like, why did my guys leave me? <laughs> and how come you guys aren't attacking me? And yeah. I, I don't know if this is going to be the turn of Orndorff, like if he ever became a good guy after this, because this is a way before I started watching, like not way before, but at least four or five years before I started watching wrestling. No, three, three or four. So I don't know what the face turns, heel turns was with Orndorff, but I know at one point he was, he was a good guy. Yeah. And so this I didn't like this match as much as I liked the War of the Citadel score match. At yeah, all. I did this like just, the ending of this one. I just for this for me I loved all the pomp and circumstance mm-hmm. of all the stuff that happened before. I love the feel of it. I love everybody kind of felt like in the crowd like we're witnessing something here. Yeah, and it's easy to say in hindsight that they were, but I think people knew like this is a big this is something cool like well i felt like i had to put myself in that in the in the shoes of new york at that time with billy martin being a yankees i don't know if he was or he was a uh, ex-yankees manager it's yeah. just i'm not familiar with it so i didn't really know i know who he is but i couldn't feel like oh my god I, that's billy martin i didn't care about that i cared about like freaking liberace and i love <laughs> muhammad ali and the rockettes and how happy he was to be there. Right? Yeah, That's but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking cool. maybe the Billy Martin was like a Ditka, you know, if he, he was Chicago, like, yeah. the, like 86 or 87. Like, oh, yeah, there's Ditka coming. Like, hell yeah, Ditka. Ditka comes out. <laughs> Billy <laughs> Martin, all right. <laughs> yeah, Ditka comes out, does the announcing for it. That'd been something. That'd yeah. Been something, but uh, it was, this is fun to go back and watch. This, both these matches, definitely fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so years pass, and. Hulk Hogan's now in WCW. It's 1996. Mm-hmm. Halloween years. Havoc 96 specifically. Hulk Hogan had just defeated Macho Man Randy Savage. And he's still the WCW World Heavyweight Champion. With NWO spray painted on it. Post-match, Hogan's cutting a promo. How he's bored. Hollywood Hogan. Come on, buddy. He's bored with the competition. He made wrestling. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we hear the familiar sounds of the bagpipes. Bagpipe City. And Piper comes walking out, no fear shirt on. You got a pink button up and a leather jacket. Yeah. And Hogan's face does the, oh my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like the over dramatic, I've seen a ghost. And you guys, we're not going to do it justice. Go watch this promo. It is all over the place. It's clear Hogan's trying to get Piper back on track multiple times. And Piper's like, I'm not on here, nothing from you. He's like, you I'm shut old- up. And he's like, an easy sprout. He keeps calling the giant sprout. Yeah. <laughs> and he calls Hulk Hogan Charlie Brown, which, I, which made me laugh. <laughs> was it because he was so brown? <laughs> Maybe. And he goes, you know, people won't let me. I'm going to shoot on you, Hogan. I'm, you're the reason you got no hair. And all. The, and Hogan's like, no, let's, let's, let's stop talking about the past. 
And then Hogan, we we made a few jokes before. He goes, you know, this was we did, we fought before in the war to settle the score that didn't settle the score. Uh-huh. <laughs> like he says it again. And I, I I thought this was no, I thought it was a good promo. I didn't. It I didn't was, think but it was uh, a mess. Well, I mean, you kind of need that just to kind of refresh uh, the rivalry between the two and hear a little bit of the backstory. And even Hogan says, "We don't want, we don't need a backstory, brother." He's like, "Oh no, no, no." <laughs> well, they well, they're probably they're probably missing their time cues because they're still cutting promos as they're going off the air. Yeah, Shivani's like, "We're out of time, folks." <laughs> he didn't even get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> he's like what you got you know the next week he's like what you missed or maybe it was thunder uh, already going on what you missed after the cameras went off (laughs) it wasn't thunder yet it was still nitro but yeah i mean they say like ogan says they try to set up a match like we need maybe we need to settle the score from the war that wasn't settled before Uh like they just keep screwing it up but yeah go back and watch the the havoc 96 it's actually better than the match we're about to talk about (laughs) (laughs) what you didn't like the other match I like the. I would have liked this other match if it was five to ten minutes shorter. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was telling you earlier, like uh, I told my dad, there's a couple. So of hold on one to, second. For the record, yeah. this is Starcade '96. We're going to talk about Hogan versus Piper. Go ahead. And Piper came out at the end of uh, Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Yeah. So I told my dad, I'm like, there's a couple things I need to watch before I do the podcast, and he's like, oh, he's like, he hands me the remote. Usually, I go in my room and watch it on uh, my computer. Yeah, because he doesn't like to watch old. I don't know if he does, but uh, he seemed to be entertained by it. But I didn't think he liked to watch older stuff. He'll still watch like modern stuff or whatever's new on Raw or SmackDown or whatever. So he gave me the remote, and I go back, and I'm like, I got to go back to 1996. He's like, 1996. He's like, what do you guys talk about? Like, hey, you should have been with me earlier, brother. We were back in '85. I'm like, we were. I mean, we you know we watch these matches and we talk about them. He's like, oh, okay. So we're watching. from Starcade after Halloween Havoc. So I watched that one first. So we're watching the, that match and, you know, we're watching it, whatever. He's like, what year is this? I said, 1996. <laughs> He's like, okay. So we're watching it and every time, like, oh, he, they should be bleeding by now. You know, when they punch each other, like, you know, 500 punches to the head. He should be bleeding. Did you see that? He didn't kick him right. He didn't hit him. He did. I'm like, come on, man. Your dad's like Meltzer making notes for his newsletter. Yeah. So, I mean, he likes to watch it, but he also rags on it while I'm watching it. So I don't let it spoil me anymore. So I'm like, eh, whatever, that's fine. And then he's like, oh, come on. He's like, oh, unbelievable. Like making all these negative comments. I'm like, eh, that's okay. <laughs> so then we finish watching that match and it's over. And then um, I go back to the other one. So this obviously happened before the match we watched. So he he got up to do something, and then I fast forward to get the end of Havoc, and Piper's coming out the bagpipes. First time Piper came out, Hogan's you know eyes are, you know, <clears throat> bigger bigger than his head, and sure, uh, and I'm taking saying like this happened before. He's like, what do you mean it happened before? I'm like, well, this happened a couple months before the match we just watched. He's like, oh okay. <laughs> so they're making the so they're making their whole um, holy shit. There's a race outside my house. Man, I just heard that. What was that? Too fa- <laughs> you got too fast, too furious going on outside. I know. Out there. People doing neutral drops out here on my street. <laughs> <laughs> neutral drops. <laughs> Dumb high school kids running their cars. Yeah. So, I mean, it was it was fun to watch it with them. But usually I just watch the stuff on my own because it's older. And, you know, I, I, I sometimes take notes, sometimes I don't. So at the end of it, I'm like, he's like, so what are you going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell oh me subscribe on his podcast uh, if he wants to hear that, brother. No, I, I, no, I said, yeah, I'll let you listen to it. He's like, I don't want to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on. I don't want to support uh, you. 
He was like, what are you going to say? I'm like, I don't know. So it's all up here. And I pointed at my head. It's all up here. It'll, it'll come to me. It, we kind of. He's like, you haven't got shit to say about this match. <laughs> but look at us now. We're uh, 45 minutes into the show. <laughs> and how old your dad? Like 80 years old? 83, 84. Okay. Man. Yeah. It's a, it's a different, different era. <laughs> Apparently. He's like 96 WCW. So. Star K96, Hogan Piper, Nashville, Tennessee, December 29th, 1996, from the Nashville Municipal Auditorium, a sellout crowd of 9,000 fans. Nashville. Uh, yeah. So, a couple things here. You'd think this match would be for the championship. It's not. It's just it's a match. It's not. I don't get it. What Non-title. a waste. Non title. Michael Buffer's on the call. Hogan comes out. He's got Vincent, Ted DiBiase, and Miss Elizabeth with him. Uh, then Piper comes out. I always liked, he's got this, I think, No Fear shirt with a Tasmanian devil on the back. Like yeah. Taz from Looney Tunes. I always liked mm-hmm. that. I thought that was kind of cool. That was gangster. And the crowd is pumped for this match at the start, right? This is a 15-minute match. Piper's basically crippled here. He's got a fake hip. He can't move around too much, but he's in good shape. Um, he's, he's fresh off being president of the WWF and then beating up Gold Dust in a Hollywood backlot brawl mm-hmm. um, earlier this year in March. And I'll say this about this bitch. God bless the commentary team of Dusty Rhodes, Bobby Heenan, Tony Schiavone. Uh-huh. They tried so hard <clears throat> to sell this about it being a fight and no wrestling holds. And we were, we're gassed. And even at one point, like Hogan just goes to punch Piper and totally like whiffs. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know. He's, he's exhausted. And Bobby Heenan's like, oh, yeah, they're definitely exhausted. That's why you missed it. There's no oomph on that punch because they're so tired, right? Yeah. It's, he's like, oh, they're tired. He's like, well, of course they would be. He's like, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, it's, I guess, it got there, there, there was guys. a part where um, Piper, I don't know, he's got his one leg over the rope on the outside, and he's coming in, and he goes to grab Hogan's head, and DiBiase grabs Piper, and they both kind of fall to the ground. <laughs> Just a so mess. It's, it's not pretty. No, that that's a good way to describe this match. Not pretty. Again, 15-minute match should have probably been eight. <laughs> I would have been okay with it. I get it. It's the main event of the pay-per-view. Yeah. You can't can't be that. But in, but in hindsight, like, at the time when we were watching this, it's like, oh, man, these guys are old. You know, they don't have it anymore, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then, you know, 10 years later, you see them again. And they're wrestling. And then even in TNA and uh, with Hogan. And I don't know. that they, they get worse over time. So seeing them not as bad made okay. it better for me All right. yeah it made it better for me because i i know what they look like 10 years after this or 15 years after this so to uh, me like oh they're a little they are younger but at the time when i was watching i'm like these guys are these guys don't have it anymore and my dad even mentioned he's like why is hogan so skinny i'm like well because he had to get off the steroids <laughs> is that what you said yeah so i didn't want to yeah. get into that whole topic of, <laughs> of why he had to get off the steroids but he even knows. He's like, why is he He's so skinny? It's like, well, there was a trial with Vince McMahon and Dr. <laughs> Dr. Zahorian. And your dad's like, oh, my God. I listen to my He's like, my this son. fucking nerd. <laughs> Explain this fake bullshit to me. <laughs> why, can't my dad watch, why can't my son watch porn like a normal kid? Oh, I do, Dad. <laughs> 47-year-old man talking about these fake shit. Not only that, going back and spending time to watch old fake crap. <laughs> right. And then talk and, about it. <laughs> and then record it for the, for the internet to see. <laughs> oh, man. What we're saying is more entertaining this match. This match sucks. 
sucks so bad. <laughs> Nothing happens. Eventually, Roddy Piper gets Hogan in the sleeper, right? Yeah. And the crowd's so dead here. They assume, okay, no, there's no way Hogan <clears throat> losing to the sleeper. Mm-hmm. But one drop, two drops. There's so when this is happening, I said, watch, he's going to hold his hand up. You didn't know the the finish to this match? Well, my dad asked me at the beginning. He's like, who wins? I'm like, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did forget. Yeah. And then the, after the second, there's no drama for the third hand no. drop. It's just uh-huh. three. And even the referee, Randy Anderson's like, he gives like the shocked face. Like, oh my God. That's three. Right. And he rings the bell. And then when he rings the bell, the crowd pops. Like, oh shit, Piper's the champion. He's yeah. not the champion. He won he, the match. Yeah. So you, so what happened? You called out, like, oh, he's definitely going to kick out here. And then it doesn't happen. What it, what was the reaction to your dad to tell you, hey, look, dumbass, he didn't do it. No, I, I didn't know. I didn't know how he won. So when, you know, because I know old school wrestling, it was like one arm drops, two arm drops, three arms, it doesn't drop. And then you start getting uh, hulking, hulking up. So then it, it dropped. I'm like, oh, my God, Piper won. <laughs> <laughs> my dad didn't know sell. Uh, he no sold it. So whatever. He's like, can we watch something else? <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, put the ball game on, son. What are we doing here? Put on uh, uh, the newlywed game that's on the old old people channel. Yeah, he's like, when is America's Got Talent back? <laughs> what I want to know. <laughs> or Perry Mason. That's what they watch. Do they? Yeah. What's your parents' favorite show? Um, uh, probably Wheel Perry of Fortune. Mason. Well, they like Wheel of Fortune. They like the game shows. Did they watch WWE Week on Wheel of Fortune? Yeah, they did tell me he's, uh, I don't know, maybe it was Jeopardy. or who? No, uh, Xavier Woods. He was on the yeah. Wheel of Fortune, my mom told me. Yeah, and so was Natalia. My dad was, like, calling me. He's like, your wrestlers are on the wheel. Yeah. I'm like, okay. They call it the wheel. Like, that's what, like, the hip thing to talk about. But Yeah, so anyway. when, when we're watching uh, Raw or SmackDown and Xavier Woods pops up, my mom would be like, he was on Wheel of Fortune. He's really smart. My dad's like, yeah, he got all the answers right. I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, but it's like not a, like it's happened like five times. <laughs> like he was on wheel. I'm like I know you told me. <laughs> That's funny, but yeah, he this match sucked. The ending was kind of cool. The beginning was kind of cool <laughs> with the crowd being hyped. What's funny is I've seen this. Match How about so the guy that times. ran in there and got his ass kicked? The fan. Yeah, he that did. Was fun. Yeah, that was a moment. I guess to watch. Pee Wee um, Anderson's all throwing fucking boots on him. <laughs> it's like get out of here. <laughs> Giving the boots to him is right. Yeah. So the three, these three matches, Hogan and Piper did have another match at Super Brawl where Hogan won after Macho Man turned heel and joined the NWO. Oh. Um, that match is a mess, by the way. Like That was, like that was the cage match? Uh, no. That was a, that was an uncensored. That was so that was a different match. The okay. cage match where, where Macho jumped off the top and yeah. shot his knees. That was a different match. <laughs> Rickety ass <laughs> wire or chicken wire fence. <laughs> Punjabi prison match or whatever they made it out uh-huh. of. Um, out of these three matches we watched for this show, which one was your favorite? Oh boy. I liked them all. Even the Starcade you liked. Yeah, I, I did like it. But I think okay. the, I, I think the Mania match because you got more people involved. Ali's uh, swinging, not connecting, but he's swinging. Pat Patterson's out there. Yeah, Pat Patterson was out there. They was swinging. I, 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 I'm teasing with this. I do like the setup though, so I, I would go with the first two. Yeah, like in, sure. in that order, brawl for all or uh, whatever, settle the score. 
whatever Warriors we're settled for all for all <laughs> well i was just watching it it was like the brawl to end it all was before the other one Speaking of Brawl for All, so my buddy who kind of half watches, like he's into AEW a little bit with me and like watching old school wrestling, mm-hmm. and he's recently gotten Peacock. He's like, all the WWE stuff's on here. I'm like, yeah, I know. Is there anything I should watch? And I tell him stuff sometimes. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I was just browsing stuff from Attitude Era. I was watching WrestleMania. It was like, I saw Butterbean just knocked some dead dude out cold. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He was like, what the hell was that? I was like, oh. Just watch the dark side of the ring about that. Yeah. <laughs> it was just insane. <laughs> oh, crazy. Poor Bart God. And he goes, the worst part about that was, he goes, you knew something was went wrong. Because, like, all right, send the guy in the chicken suit out to keep to keep this going here. <laughs> so what I was trying to say when I said the Brawl for All, there was the event, the Brawl to end it all, like the year yeah. before the war to settle the score. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant to say. I like Brawl for All. I like the idea of Hogan in the Brawl for All. Yeah, getting knocked out by Butterbean. <laughs> <laughs> his mustache goes flying. Dude, his now, mustache was chopped in half on that uh, Starcade match. You notice that? Yeah, because he had just filmed... Um, <laughs> it was like half mustache. Uh, he had filmed a few months earlier, filmed Santa with muscles or something. Uh-huh. And remember, I don't know if you watched any of the beginning of that Hogan-Savage match from Halloween Havoc. Hogan has a wig on, like a spiked hair wig just on oh, the match. Oh, come on. I, be- yeah, I believe and, it. I remember seeing it. And Macho pulls it off, so. <laughs> oh, was, boy. All these were good, and these are all good to watch. It kind of made me want to get, like, you know what I need? I need, like, a Hogan. I'm still looking for, like, a minty good condition Hogan LJN. They're so hard to find, not in the package. Yeah. So what, what's up with those uh, cardboard LJN things? Yeah, so I was at that toy show that you and <clears> I to like last year, um, and some guy had a bunch of these, like different types of... Uh, like he made them, or what are they? Yeah, he makes them. And they're not like cardboard, they're more like, you know, like uh, a campaign, like political signs yeah. material? Like that's corrugated plastic? Yeah, that's what they're made out of. Um, so he had a bunch of them. He had... Like Ninja Turtles, like the mm-hmm. figure style. He had Thundercats and just all toy stuff. And like I noticed he had smaller versions of Hogan and Piper and LJN. I go, oh, these are yeah. cool. How much for these smaller ones? He's like, oh, these are only 10 bucks. I said, I'll take both these. Like, you know, I got a bigger Hogan. I was like, oh, cool. He's like, so I just bought that one. He's like, yeah, we're out of the Pipers. He goes, next time I'm here, I'll bring more Pipers. Like, I'm like, okay. He's like, you can just have the small Piper if you want with that for Hogan. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So next time they come back, I want to go there to get the other, the LGN style Piper to go with the Hogan. Okay, that's cool. Uh, but they're, yeah, they're really cool. It's, you know, it was 20 bucks. And I'm like, this is like a fair price for this thing. I thought yeah. it was like a 60, 70 bucks. Like 20. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's yeah, not bad. That's, that's what I got there. A, a three foot tall LGN style Hogan. Nice. Um, there. Yeah, I liked it. Um, at that toy show, that, what else did I buy? That was pretty much all I bought. Um, a lot of a lot of browsing that I went to that time. Nothing really caught my eye. Um, it was really crowded too, so I was kind of like over it. Mm-hmm. Um, but some good stuff there. There's nego- ever Like I like I like that toy show because vendors are like are willing to negotiate. Like yeah, like just so you know we'll make a deal because like they don't want to bring all this shit back with them. They you know they're there to sell stuff and you know they're there to buy stuff. Yeah, but, I mean you always, you always want to negotiate. Yeah, it's it's always good to. <clears throat> you've been to that show it's it's cool it's it's like really like good like browsing material you know it's like oh wow this stuff still exists and this you know these toys yeah i remember these i remember that like it's the ultimate nostalgia trip i think the next one's in july so you and i you can come with me to that one if you want we'll go to that one and yeah that one we went to um it was the same one yeah i'm just just saying the one we went to 
Yeah. There was this guy, he had a table, and it was uh, San Francisco Toy Makers. He had a Ric Flair yep. and a package. The package was, like, beat to shit. And the the plastic was all yellow. And I think he wanted 25 for it. I'm like, would you take 10? Just to kind of throw a number out there. He's like, no, 25. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, you could keep it. <laughs> so I didn't bother negotiating with him. I mean, usually people are pretty friendly. I picked up uh, uh, Christian. You know, he had maybe, I don't know what the price was. Let's say 50 bucks. I offered him 35. He's like, well, I could do 40 or 45. I'm like, could you do 40? You know, that kind of negotiation. Yeah, like on Pawn so, Stars. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, well, let me call my guy. <laughs> I, I, I know yeah. a guy. I know a guy that knows uh, more about this stuff than I do. So if you want to hold on, yeah, call if you want to sit around. <laughs> yeah, it's there's there's definitely stuff there to check out and see. Um, it's the prices are getting a little more back down to earth, which is good. Um, ironically, when things are more people are out and doing stuff, yeah, <laughs> and no not one just cares. sitting at home. Yeah, it's not as as lucrative to to be a buyer or a seller of to- old nostalgic toys, but. But oh, bring just, bring that pandemic back, baby! <laughs> right, God, <laughs> can't imagine what would happen if the virus went about. People are like, "It's all fake." Let's keep everything open again, and who knows what would happen? So, yeah, pandemic sucked, but we made it through. We did it. Got through it. Look at us on the other side. Figured it out. It sucked, but what are you going to do? Anything um, okay at work? Anything crazy there? It's it's not busy season now, is it? Well, it's getting busy. No, I mean, even it used to be where like Monday through pretty much like Wednesday, you know, we're kind of dead at night. Not dead, dead, but enough where you can, you know, do stuff at the store and not really have to help too many people on register or whatever, because usually you have a cashier or whatever at the end of the night and you can kind of get by, you know, doing other stuff without helping customers. But uh, it was really busy. uh, Another manager was there and I asked her, I said, are we getting just as busy as like we were before uh, pre-pandemic stuff? She said, yeah. Because we've been, like, crazy busy this whole week. Like, after 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, it's like you can't get away. I'm like, this is insane. People want their party stuff, man. They do. they got to have their parties, which is nice. You know, I like yeah. it. I like being busy. Yeah, it makes the day go by faster. There's always stuff to do. But, um, so this is not wrestling related, but I've been umpiring a lot of, like, little league games around the area. You have? Uh, yeah, so they're really short on umpires. And I kind of, I didn't get guilted into it, but one of my friends, like, it's like, who does is like, yeah, he's like, we just need umpires. Like, you know, these kids, there's no umpires for these games, and, like, parents have to do it, and, like, sometimes there's no umps. I'm like, well, that sucks. And I was talking to their umpire. He's like, yeah, I'm doing it because when I was a kid, we always had umpires. I want to make sure these kids have umpires. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. After doing it for about a month, I mean, I can see why they have a shortage of umpires. <laughs> parents are the freaking, like, dude, your kid's nine. Yeah. Chill out. You know, He's not Ken Griffey about, Jr. over here. Like complaining about calls and all. I want to like I don't like I don't say anything, but I want to turn around. And be like you know what, you're right, dude. I'm gonna <laughs> let me go behind the fence, sit next to you on the bleachers because you have a better view of the strike zone than I do directly behind the catcher. Anybody tell you you need glasses? No, but <laughs> I mean I miss. I'm sure I miss calls from time to time. But guys, like I'm not a professional. These kids aren't professionals. Like yeah, chill out. Also, coaches are your best friend until. They think you screwed up a call, then uh-huh. you're a freaking moron. And like today, we had a game, and you get, uh, you get dirt uh, kicked on your on your shoes. No, no, none of that stuff. <laughs> um, but today we had a game, and it was a girls' softball wreck. Uh-oh. One team was so much better than the other, and it was like sixteen to one mm-hmm. in like the fourth inning. And the other team had never even recorded an out because it was a five limit run for each inning. Yeah. 
So in the last inning, I went to the team that was up 16-1's coach. You go, hey, because they were coming you up. You want to forfeit? No, to the kids, they were they were winning 16-1. to 1. Oh, okay. And his team was coming to bat. I go, hey, coach, I'm like, just tell your girls to swing. Like, the zone's going to open up. And he's like, got all huffy. He's like, well, what, what, what does that mean? I'm like, okay, you know, you're, you're right, dude. I'm going to call this tight zone when you've got 16 <laughs> runs. Yeah. And then there was a game the other day. It was eight-year-olds. And they were using, like, a little pitch machine instead of pitching because, like, otherwise they're never going to go over the plate. Yeah. And, like, there was one ball hit to right field. And the kid on first base is running to second. And he's looking at the ball because he's an eight-year-old kid. And that's what Mm -hmm. you do. Yeah. The coach is on third screaming, what are you doing, Riley? you got to be watching your coaches. Grown man. Grown man yelling at a child. I'm just sitting there shaking my head. I'm like, oh, this is why none of you have umpires. So... Listen, if you got kids in, in youth sports, just did you take yell? It at, easy. Did you yell at that guy? Just I didn't say anything. I, I don't calm say down, Craig. I say every time I say something, it gets it gets to be a thing. Uh-huh. Like, like today, there was a thing that happened where. <laughs> so, so the rule is, if a ball bounces before it before it gets to the plate but hits the batter, yeah, it's still a hit by pitch, right? Yeah. So a situation happened where that happened today. But the batter did not make any attempt to move. So I just called it a ball. And the coach didn't really argue with me, but he made a, so I went to him after the play, after the inning, and go, hey, just so you know, the reason I didn't allow the batter to go to first was not because it didn't hit the batter, it's because they didn't attempt to move out of the way. He's like, well, the, batter's, the batter owns that box. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to argue with you, dude. You have to try to get out of the way. You can't just take a pitch. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's always something. And that's why I just keep my mouth shut. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm going to take my money and go home. <laughs> Hey, I'm you get it. paid. That's good. I thought yeah, you were volunteering free. for this. No, fuck no. Um, it's decent money. You get either 60 or 75 bucks a game, and the game's like an hour and a half. So it's, it's pretty good. That's not bad. But it's really good. But again, you can see why no one wants to do it uh-huh. <laughs> because of this stuff. So um, other than that, just watching a lot of wrestling. So do you wear like the uh, I've got gear. black pants yep. and yep. black shirt? I've got shirt. the whole uniform. I've got the pants, the the mask the shirt the chest protector all that. I'm, I'm on by myself too i'm, I'm one up i'm behind the plate Put a couple dollar signs like dibiase like on your pants when you go out there <laughs> just just make just make it just be like the the coolest just, umpire just make it ridiculous like yeah <laughs> wear like the dollar like, sign pants like hey is a is a million dollar million dollar dude gonna be there today <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you'll be insta famous <laughs> I mean, i'm sure everyone knows i mean they're, they're, i've done a few games a few times for the same team they know uh-huh. me yeah. One, because I'm six. I'm a six foot four umpire, and I wear glasses, <laughs> like little thick glass, like these black thick glasses. And they get know, your eyes checked. You well, bum. What's funny too is they're uh, like you got to squat into like the strike zone, and some of these yeah. kids and are, they're like, like two feet two feet tall. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, my like, ass hurts. Like I got like the, the, the soft uh, the eight year old game. I was just on my knee. I was on one knee. I'm like I can't get in your zone otherwise. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, uh, Telling you that's that's the thing. Get some dollar signs. Put them on your pants. That's not a bad idea. The million dollar umpire Steve found us. Not a bad idea. Because be, live the gimmick. <laughs> live the gimmick? Yeah. Maybe we should just do a Hollywood Hogan, like grow a Fu Manchu and like dye my beard black. Uh-huh. Pass out, and some, come fake, out like, some fake and like some fake money. And then for their strikeout, do the Hogan strum and the guitar. Uh-huh. Three, I mean, I mean you gotta come up with something different. <laughs> or like a naked gun when Leslie Nielsen was the umpire. Yeah, start dancing. Yeah. Get the the dust buster to suck up the dust on home plate, all that stuff, man. 
all that fun stuff. See, they'll, they'll, they'll love you then, even if you do make a bad call. Like, ah, he's cool. <laughs> Another thing that happened today, that this blowout game. The kids like, will the love other, you. The other team was like, there was their last at bat, because they were down like 20 runs or whatever. And like the other coach told the coach, like, hey, the girl who's up is in the bathroom. We're going to skip the next batter. And then they're like, well, that should be it. Like, what do you think? Like, they got their book out. Like, well, this should be an out, blah, blah. I looked at him like, look, it's up to you guys. Like, it is technically should be an out if the batter misses, but I kind of like, what do you want to do here? Like, well, he could just bat, or she could just bat. That's fine. Like, yeah, put, I get it, put it, it back you, on them. Like, I get, like, you I don't, I'm not for participation trophies. I get it. You want there to be competition and lessons and learned and all that stuff, but let's read the room here, people. Let's, let's take it easy. They're kids. Um, I'm going to start telling the the umps or the coach in the pregame meeting, I'm going to be like, listen, I'm like a pro wrestling referee. If I don't see it, <laughs> I can't call it. Can't call it. That's it. Be like That's it. Hunter. That's what you do. Yeah. Ooh, so so like, what does a... that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of Baby Earl Hebner or Pee-wee? Oh. Pee- <laughs> what was a Pee-wee? Uh, what the fuck was his last name? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What the hell is that? Randy Anderson, Pee Wee Anderson. Have yeah. you ever heard of those guys? Like, nope. yeah, Bill Alfonso. You ever heard of Danny Davis? <laughs> yeah, dangerous Danny Davis. <laughs> dangerous. <clears throat> Anything else going on for you this weekend? Anything crazy going on? You're just working all weekend. No, I'm I'm off this weekend. So we can do. Um. Trying to think, I think I'm just gonna hang out. Um, we're going to a fundraiser uh, for a pet shelter on Sunday. Okay. I don't really know where. It's not my thing. It's uh, uh, my fiance's and her daughter is a volunteer there. So whatever, whatever they got going on, I'll I'll find it out. Uh, you five don't minutes, ask a lot five, of questions. Five minutes before we go. <laughs> you don't ask a lot of questions. Like, I right. don't. I don't care. All right. I'll I mean, go. I care. I'll go. You know, I want to support everything, but at the same time, like, yeah, I don't need to know that right now. You just let me know where I got to be and when. Yeah, you let me know when I need to wash my nuts and uh, <laughs> I'll show up. Nuts to butts. Okay. <clears throat> oh, all yeah, right. That's well, about it, though. This week's show, as always, went off the rails, at, as we do here at the PPW Podcast. I want to thank everyone that listens to us. Thank everyone in the Facebook group, everyone out there posting the memes. You know, you got our, our buddy Steve Hoker out there always posting the good stuff. Um, we'll post it. We'll post another one recently. I'm going to give a few shout outs from the Facebook group here because, uh, as you know, well, Nate, Nate ring skirts is always in there doing fun stuff. Um, what the, heck, why am I drawing a blank in his name? Uh, Travis? Nate. No. Um, Ethan, Ethan Chambers posted one. There we go. Uh, Steve Hoker, of course, we've mentioned posted one. Why am I? Oh, Chris, Chris Solmia always posts fun stuff. Um, it's easy. There's always good stuff here on the PW podcast Facebook group, so make sure you join there. Uh, make sure you're following all of our podcast buddy friends, as always. All our friends, the Fully Opposable Wrestling Figure Podcast, Scott and Jeff out there, each and every week, um, doing a show about wrestling figures and collecting. A couple weeks ago, they talked about their tour of Mattel. Um, if you missed that show, go back and listen to them. I'm like two episodes behind on them, so you can listen to them. Um, but they've got their friend, the Keyboard Warrior, every week. Doing, doing commentary on the show. If you know, you know. Follow them at Fully Posable. Our friends of the Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. They're in the wrestling canon era of their show. 
uh, Joe and Quinn always do great wrestling retro stuff. And, of course, they have the awesome Patreon, which you need to subscribe to if you are not. The best value in podcast Patreon business uh, for well, reviews of every WWF pay-per-view from WrestleMania 1 onward. They're up to In Your House Beware of Dog 96. So go follow them and subscribe to their Patreon. Also, their sister show, Acid Washed Memories, which actually last week was about action figures. So a little bit across. Hey, how about that? They're mainly they're mainly nostalgia stuff, uh, <clears throat> things from our past. There's a whole episode on the Wonder Years, whole episode on Roseanne, uh, episodes on Serial, all that stuff. So follow the Master Wash Memories. Our friend, the Ringside Podcast, Daniel Spencer. I forgot to mention this. So I went to the TNA Impact tapings. That yeah, you didn't get to go to. I know you you had de- a big surprise, didn't you? The debut of Trinity Fatu. Yeah, the big pops. Uh, really cool venue out there in Cicero. Um, it's a, they're coming back in July, then again, I think in October for Bound for Glory. So hopefully our buddy Daniel Spencer can, can hook us up again and we can go. So he's got a great show, the Ringside Podcast. Uh, make sure you're following them and subscribing to their shows. And they've been doing it for such a long time now. And he's got, Daniel has got such a lot of kind of insider experience. He's been a ref for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and just he's just a good guy. So And I'm a little pissed because, so the show ended. Because they taped two episodes of Impact. Yeah. And or yeah, and the show ended. I'm like, all right, let's go. We kind of bounced. Daniel texts me, like, as I'm like in the car, he's like, come back. I'll get you a picture on the ramp. I'm like, son of a bitch. I could have got a picture <laughs> oh, on the ramp. Oh, yeah, you should have. So now I know. I'm like, you got to tell me beforehand. But now I know. Now I know to wait. Yeah, next time. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, kind of, uh, you know, see where you can go. See if you can get a picture with your backstage, you know. I wouldn't want to go backstage. That's like people's job. I feel like a douchebag. Like, hey, what's up, guys? Would you? I wouldn't. I wouldn't talk like that. But um, <laughs> what's up, guys? <laughs> Good job out there tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you really laid it in. <laughs> you really laid it in. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. Anyway, follow the Ringside Podcast. My dad wants to know why you weren't bleeding because you got punched so many times. <laughs> hey, Naomi, why'd you leave WWE? What's going on? Give me the insider story. You want to do my podcast and talk yeah. about it? Yeah, that's what you need to do. Just oh, kidding. Don't do that. This. Yeah, so anyway, um, watch Impact, too, on Access. That, that's, I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed the product. I enjoyed the matches. It was, it was good stuff. Um when we switch from comp from Uverse to Comcast, like I don't get access anymore, which I'm kind of pissed. So, I, but I, so much of their free, st- so they, they they have the whole like Impact channel on Pluto for free, and then they've got a ton of their stuff on their YouTube channel too. So, but it's not the it. not the Impact show. They have the they have some highlights of the shows, yeah. Um, but you can sign up for Impact Plus. Yeah, I could, I could. Could watch all the old TNA stuff. It's mm-hmm. got all the archives on there. It's like the watch, network, uh, TNA. Mr. Anderson. Yeah, he called himself an asshole all the time. He did. Against James Storm. Yeah. Our friend Lee at the Raw's Nitro Podcast. Make sure you're following him as Raw's Nitro Podcast. He does shows from way down in Australia, so make sure you're following him and supporting them. Support the Breaker and Bane Power Hour, as well as the TV Toycast, the sister show of that. Uh, the Breaker and Bane Power Hour have been doing it for years. Breaker, former wrestler. Bane, of course, into, um, <clears throat> I guess, Breaker. You're always a wrestler. You're still a worker, brother. And um, Bane, the musician, follow them, the Breaker and Bane Power Hour on the TV Toycast. Uh, Ethan Chambers, I mentioned him a second ago, and Soda Hunter, they do a racing NASCAR podcast called In the Marbles, something a little different if you want to follow them in the Marbles podcast. Um, but yeah, there's 
there's lots of podcasts out there. It's impossible for me to keep up with all of them. I try the best I can, but I listen to them um, pretty much all the exclusively. It's pretty rare I listen to music in the car anymore. It's all podcast all the time. When I'm cutting the grass, whatever mm-hmm. it is, I'm doing the podcast. And yeah, this was quite the show tonight. So I'm glad we got it in. It really was. And I don't, I don't know if you care so much about the uh, WCW stage. There are 3,346 backers, 66% funded. It's got to be done by end of day tomorrow. What time tomorrow is it over? Uh, I guess today, because it's May 5th now. Yeah, it, it, end, it ends on May 6th. I don't know if it has a whole oh. day of the 6th going into the 7th. You think it's going to get 5,000? <clears> I mean, I've been reading it's on the same trajectory it did with the, um, the new gen state uh, ring. So, I mean, I hope it does. Did you back yeah, it? A lot, a lot, no. But I mean, a lot of no, I really didn't because I don't have like a great nostalgia feel for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope it does. A lot of people are excited about it, so I, for them, I, I hope don't it, have I the hope real it gets estate for it. I don't have the real estate for it. It is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a very cool thing. If I was a big WCW fan, yeah, it'd be like, oh shit, I need this. But for me, not for me, but definitely think people. I'm plus I don't have four hundred bucks to drop right now, <clears throat> kids and activities and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's it's uh it's if you have the means definitely go ahead and support it um even if you're on the fence about it and you have the means go ahead and do it go ahead and back it because it could lead to more fun stuff down the line for sure with mattel creations yeah steve o's or action figure attack like he did the stage and over the years they have released wcw figures like i haven't been once like oh i need that one i need the eddie Guerrero. i need everything that was wcw i didn't have like oh that's exactly what i want i'm glad they put it out so he did it like a uh, kind of like a slideshow of all the different uh, wcw figures that they've put out over the years on the stage i guess to you know drive up the yeah. hype of you know you really want to show your wcw guys off you need the stage which i mean it's a great promotion so i hope i hope it gets backed uh did you see that young bucks video of them they call it the house show signature. yeah i watched that i'm like that's awesome i yeah, this is the, the thing I, I, yeah i the like them as, as people but as wrestlers whatever but you know I, I do like that i hope that it was up from their um it's from being elite yeah yeah so i i wanted to see more of that so I'll, maybe i'll go back and try to uh, watch that episode but i did see the short clip of uh tiktok or whatever it was real yeah, like we're at the airport we got something here called the house show signature and then uh-huh. like, i looked on ebay and i found one like it was the first like thing yeah you, yeah and the video is like, oh, house show signature. It's like Matt J. Line, house show <laughs> signature. <laughs> and th- those people, man, they're they're disgusting. They 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 hawk them. At, I mean, they stalk them at the airports. I, I would never do that. The airport is like one of the more stressful places to be at as a person. Jeez, period. get out of my way. <laughs> Walking up to me, some fucking loser walking up with like a, a, a <laughs> some a, loser a stack of buff. Of pictures and pops and figures, time this, sign this. But imagine you're just like a person at the airport trying to get your bag, and some asshole's got a poster board full of flat yeah. pop Come boxes. Come on, <sighs> you bums! Oh. And, and, and they have no shame. Like I, I just wish you I was can't like have that. shame if you're doing it. You can't. You I wish can't I have was any like. Shame. I wish I was like that. <laughs> you don't. Have, you don't care about much. Oh, I'm not. I don't want to sit there and uh, stalk people at airport. I don't even know how they figure stuff out. But you know, you you can find their real names. You find they. I don't know how they do it, but that's ridiculous. Taking red eyes from one city to another, and you got to deal with these people. No, what these people do is they buy cheap airport tickets to get past security to wait at bag check. Like, but I'm just. But I'm just saying, how do they know? Like, what time? Like, you just wait there all day hoping to find somebody. 
I don't know. I think um, Moxley was on Jericho's podcast or something mm-hmm. talking about that once, and he goes, hey, guys, so I'll sign this stuff for you, but you got to tell me, like, how do you know where we are? Yeah. And the guy told him, he's like, oh, we got people everywhere that just know, like, people, like, it, at air, who work at airlines. Oh, yeah, like, I guess so. It was, like, a whole, th- it was like a whole deal. But. Jeez. What a world I don't want to know about. <laughs> <laughs> MJ line. <laughs> I was yeah. so sure. That was funny. It was good. Um, yeah, let's, we got AEW. There's lots of big wrestling stuff. They've sold, already sold 50,000 tickets already for the UK yeah. show, Wembley. Let's get awesome. tickets. We'll go to Wembley? Yeah. No, I'm good. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. That's, that'll be a big spectacle. I uh-huh. like that. A big uh, happening. It will be a happening. <laughs> As Monsoon would say. It was, it was a happening. Um, this show was a happening, but I want to thank everyone for listening and checking in with us. Try to get as many shows out as we can over the summer here. Of course, it gets busy and crazy, but we'll we'll keep cranking them out best we can for you guys. Yeah, we'll stay we up know. past midnight and record for you guys. Yeah, I know, we know. Despite you guys it being summer, you still got you still got to go to work. You yeah, still got to be you know working for the man. That's you right. Union, you could be a union guy like our friend Jeff, who's a, he's a pipe he's in the pipe fitters union out there. He's you know listening to us. On Friday, we're helping his Friday go by faster, hopefully. And oh, hopefully good, help everyone good. Else's, I'm glad we're helping him out. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Eric, thanks for coming on. And we will see you again next week.